Support for I Am Salt Lake comes from KRCL 90.9, amplifying community voices since 1979. This listener-supported music discovery station covers everything from reggae and punk rock to local grassroots activism. Listen today at 90.9 FM or write online at krcl.org. This episode of the podcast is also brought to you by our friends at Market Source Real Estate in Libsyn. We're going to be telling you more about them throughout this episode. All right. And on that note, let's welcome you out today to episode 399 of I Am Salt Lake podcast. My name's Chris Hollifield. And my name's Chrissy Hollifield. Episode 399, Chrissy. Almost to the magical episode 400. What happens at 400? Do we get like free treats? I'm always like, we should do a really special episode. And then when that episode is about to happen, I get really, really nervous. And so I'm like, <laughs> ah, I plan nothing. I feel like such so a, true. I feel like such a failure in the podcasting world. No, because every number is a win. Exactly. Hey, if this is your first time listening to this podcast, if you just found this podcast and you're wondering what it's all about, you're like, what is I Am Salt Lake podcast all about? Well, this is a podcast all about showcasing the awesome people right here in Salt Lake City. Hey, we're talking to musicians, authors, business owners, restaurant owners, distilleries, breweries, really anyone that might have a cool story to share. We're here talking to them. We're finding out their story. Hey, who's on the podcast today, Chrissy? Whose story are we about to find out? Today on the podcast, we're actually joined by Clark Cannon, who also happens to be a dear friend of Chris and mine. Clark is a local Salt Lake City musician that plays bass guitar in a bunch of Salt Lake City bands, and we thought it would be really fun to have him come on and share his story and share what he loves about playing music here in the city. So we're going to get into that really fun conversation in a minute. This is a really cool conversation, guys. You're going to enjoy finding out Clark's story. But before we do that, let's give love to one of our sponsors, Market Source Real Estate. We love them. They have been a sponsor of this podcast for almost two years. So when you support them, you are directly supporting this podcast. Hey, if you love the charm and you love the character of old homes, you need to contact our friends Monique and Jeremy Higginson of Market Source Real Estate. They actually helped us find our home, which we're recording in right now. Did you know that for the past 18 years, they have been specializing in helping people buy and sell homes in Sugar House and the greater Salt Lake area? With a background of flipping houses and owning almost two dozen homes themselves, they really know all the ins and all the outs of older homes. And if you're looking to sell your home, Market Source Real Estate specializes in helping sellers update or repair their homes to increase their value and help make sellers more money. If if you're looking to buy an old home, they really know what to look for in older homes so you don't end up buying a money pit. You can actually find all of their information right on their website, which is thinksaltlakecity.com, or just give them a call, 801-810-6773. Again, their website, thinksaltlakecity.com, or just give them a call, 801-810-6773. And many thanks to uh, Market Source Real Estate for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. Let's get into that conversation with Clark Cannon. This is a good one. Let's go. What did your childhood smell like? Uh, smelled like outdoors when I was outdoors. My parents had this awesome hill, like their house is in the foothills of holiday. Yeah. And uh, I talk with my hands a lot that doesn't really transition on podcasts. So anyway, uh, we had this house that was up on the foothills 
And then the whole backyard was just this green, crazy area for me and my brothers or brother to go down and just dig because you're a kid and you just dig. And so like being outside and doing outdoorsy stuff and sort of like a foresty type environment because we were set back off of the road, like nothing was ever around us. And so it was just like, we were just, you know, out kind of in the forest while we were in the suburbs at the same time. It was cool. So born and raised right here in Utah. Yeah. I grew up in holiday, went to Olympus high school and that's still live in that same area. (laughs) I moved out of the zip code that my parents live in for a while. So I felt like I was really spreading my wings, but now, now I'm back in that same zip code. So do you you ever get the urge to leave Uh, or don't you want to talk about that on a recording? (laughs) No, I, I, (laughs) I've, I've left. Like I've been, I I lived in Ohio for a while. I did a semester in Vermont when I was in college. I did went to Jerusalem for uh, a semester. And so I feel like I've been around and I've seen places, but I just keep coming back to Utah probably because my family's here yeah. for one thing, but also it's, I love Utah. Something like, keeps pulling us back to it. Yeah, exactly. It's addicting. It's like a drug. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when, when did music come in for you? Was that like a, a young child with music or yeah, what's the I, story there? Well, I loved music all growing up and my first tape uh-huh. that I ever bought. Yeah. Cassette tape. For those of you under 30, a tape was <laughs> well, a thing. What it used to be an MP3. That was before CDs. Yeah. <laughs> what year were you born? Are, you, 78. 78. Okay. So mm-hmm. we're close. I was 77. So yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, you had a tape. Actually, my first vinyl record was Alvin and the Chipmunks seeing the Beatles. Yes. But I left that outside on the Fisher Price player while my brother and I were playing on the hill and it was in the sun and it got all warped. So, um, then after that, I took a hiatus from music for a couple of years. And then, uh, my first tape that I got was young MC's stone cold Ryman. Uh, I actually listened to that about a month ago and I was like, oh, I still know all of the lyrics to this because I would just listen to that tape on repeat while I was mowing the lawn, <laughs> like, like with your Walkman. Yeah. With my Walkman. <laughs> what was, was the, the tape walk? What was the first concert there? You know, live show, live music that you went to. Uh, the first live music, the first cool concert that oh, I no, went to. Non-cool here. Come on. <laughs> okay. We all have a really bad so, first one. So I grew up with a dad that liked opera and the beach boys. Those were his only musical influences. And my mom loved show tunes. So, so your parents are awesome is basically they, what you're they saying. They are basically awesome. Right. But not great for like shaping my musical taste. So like I remember at a young age going to musicals with, yeah. with my family. So like going down to Shakespeare Festival in Cedar City or there were always musicals up at, I don't even remember what it's called, Pioneer Memorial up by the university. Like we we would go to like those all the time. So- if you want me to sing any song from uh, uh, South Pacific or Big River, Chrissy's eyes just like, got big. I would like you to Rob. sing "Gonna Wash That Man Right Out of My <laughs> Gonna Hair." Gonna wash that man right <laughs> out of my hair. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm much better at "There's Nothing Like a Dame." But, oh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so when did you start playing so, music? Then, like, when so, when did that happen? So, uh, I, I, I found this band called Primus great band. I love Primus. They're still my top favorite band. We were actually just listening to Pork Soda on the drive over here. <laughs> um, 
just a huge Primus fan. And in high school, I was, I decided that I wanted to be a bass player because Les Claypool kind of blew me away with what he was doing at that time. He still does blow me away. But like I started playing when I was 17, I got my first bass and then I just got into bands in my early twenties. And then that's where it's taken off. Like I've played in geez, probably go, 20 different bands. Go down the, I mean, any, any like <laughs> that people Band, might know, I guess I don't bands know. Bands that people might know. The, the or bands even that currently. I'm in right now yeah, yeah. Uh, are the bands that people might know. I'm going to give a shout out to my buddy, Dave, who was the guitarist that I really started playing with. Uh, we had a band called bathe the hippie, which you can find our Facebook page. We've got like nine followers on it and it's just my sisters and his family. <laughs> but um, the bands I'm playing in right now, I play with the Wayne Hoskins band. They're a, a country band out of Ogden. Um, they've opened for Clint Black, Old Dominion, Winona Judd, like, you know, some bigger name. So they've been around for a minute. And they've been, yeah, they've been around for almost 15 years. I actually just started with them this year, yeah. end of last year. I think I remember you telling me about that. Yeah. yeah. And so like I've, I, country music is a kind of a stretch for me, you know, from my Primus and show tunes background, like country music is sort of a, a jump, but it's, it's been fun. Like we're, we, we kind of, there aren't a lot of country bands in Utah, it feels like. So like we, you know, write for a show and we get, we usually get it because we've been around. Yeah. Which is great. Um, another band I'm in is called Fat Candace, and we just play sort of regionally up and down the Wasatch Front. And it's sort of 90s-ish rock. The stuff, the music that we're writing is the music that I grew up on. You do quite so, a bit of covers though in that band too. Yeah, we no? do. Like we do, we do some Primus covers, of course. Yeah. Uh, we do Stone Temple Pilots, Queens of the Stone Age, Incubus, that kind of, that kind of style. Another band that I play with is, I play with the John Burgoyne band, which is sort of singer songwriter stuff. I play with Corey Mon, who uh, I was in his band for eight years, and then he moved to Florida just just recently and is doing music full time, but I've been out to, to play a couple shows with him and in Florida, did you get Florida. stuck out there? We got stuck in Florida. You, you heard those stories. <laughs> the worst. Can Florida, I just say that? Isn't it? Yeah. Florida, it's just like, Oh man, Dude, people, are so weird. people are weird. People are weird anyone... down there. <laughs> no, no. Oh, that wasn't your experience. We, we were, we were in Clearwater. So it was just gorgeous. I guess I don't even know where that is. Yeah. It's by Tampa. Okay. Yeah. I so. still don't really know where that is, to be perfectly honest. Like, Florida looks like this. It's like, <laughs> right like a here. penis? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. It's America's wing. Right on. Right on. <laughs> so, so Corey Mon, and then any other bands that you're part of? Or um, I mean, probably a lot. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I'm playing with uh, a comedy duo named Marcus and Guy. Yeah. Uh, they just recorded a special at the old Hale Center Theater, now called the Harmon Theater. I think they only named it Harmon because they had so many H's like in the theater. They're like, we got to find it local guy with an H in his last name. We can name this after. So where do you find the time for all this, man? Uh, I've been self-employed doing real estate and construction since, since I started my career since 2003. So I can really kind of dictate my own schedule, but yeah, it's, it's a lot of, it's a lot of time. Do you run into problems like both bands playing the same night somewhere yet? Or a lot of these are (laughs) kind of like fill in part-time. They're not really playing out a lot, I guess. Um, actually the, the Wayne Hoskins, Fat Candace, 
are kind of the two that are really doing a lot yeah, of shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the other ones are kind of fill in, but but I'm sure those two run into challenges. Yeah, right? they, they do. Like the issue that we've that I've had has been weddings. Like having to go to a wedding when my band is like a, a show scheduled at the same time. Like like play at a wedding or no, go like to a wedding. Have as... to attend a wedding okay. for one of my friends. Right. Well, that could happen. In, that could happen even with anything. I mean, it, one band. It one always band. happens. It's yeah. gotta exactly. be tough because you probably have shows like every weekend. Yeah. You know, and then anything else that comes up is automatically in conflict. <laughs> exactly. It's like, well, like I I DJed a wedding. I <laughs> one of my friends asked me to DJ their wedding about five months out, and I was like, sure, I'll totally do that. And then I ended up having a show that night, so. I was DJing down in, in Utah County and then the show was up in Ogden. And so I was like, all right, well, I'll make it when I can make it guys. But so is this something else you do? Work. You DJ as well? Yeah. <laughs> should we, should we go down the list of things that I do? Well, <laughs> I, things that I don't do. Would Let's probably do it alphabetically. Start with an A. Um, well, I'm going to go straight to dealer. I'm a card dealer. For a casino party that's company. Right. That's right. I did right. that, that with That's them. actually yeah. when I met yeah. Chrissy. She yeah. was when, doing yeah. that. When and... we started, I left a, a party with you guys, a casino party that we were working together. Yeah. And went straight to pick up Chris yeah, we don't on his to, birthday. Yeah, when we don't need to get into all <laughs> that. that oh, was... you don't want to know the story? Hubba, okay, hubba. fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that was, I think it was one of the first times I met you, too. Yeah, for sure. It was at uh, the Bayou. Mm-hmm. Right? If I remember correctly, you came back from, from dealing cards. Yeah. Yeah. So th- that's that's one of the things that I do. I I love that. I've been doing that for about 10 years. I just did a party last night for a forensic computer forensic company, something like that. Wow. Yeah. It was kind of terrifying. I was like, ah, oh, don't look at my computer. If, if anyone can count cards, <laughs> those guys could count cards. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, you nerds. Jeez. <laughs> You're terrifying. Let's, let's go but, back to, let's go back to live music here for a minute. Okay, just yeah. cause I had, a, I have some more, more thoughts and questions. Yeah, for sure. Um, Cause I know we get a lot of people that listen to the podcast, right. That are moving to Salt Lake and they might want to get involved with say the local music scene, right? Yeah. They might, might want to start playing music. They might want to start even going to see some live music. So let's start with, I figured you would be a good person to ask. If they want to, you know, start playing in a band, start playing in a band. The bands that I've gotten into one, I found on Craigslist. So that's, is that still a good place that people can go look? It, it really is. Craigslist and KSL Classifieds, actually. There is a, a musician section on there. You can be like, I'm a drummer looking for a band, blah, blah, blah. I met my one of my best friends, Steve, on Craigslist. You met Steve on Craigslist? Yeah. Oh, that, man. I, I know Steve. Yeah. Steve. Was that in the Missed Encounters section? That's hilarious. Or was that- <laughs> it should have been. But like Steve and I were going to get gay married before it became cool to get gay married. So. <laughs> Once it was cool, you were like, I was over like, it. Nah, fine. I'm just, I'm not going to get married. <laughs> it's too much work. But, uh, we met on Craigslist and, uh, it was like, I was in his band. And then from that, it just kind of became a networking thing. Like once you got, get your foot in the door in the music scene, you just, you kind of just go everywhere. Yeah, You kind of go everywhere. Like if you're a, if you're a bass player or a drummer, you can kind of play in any band you want. If you're a guitarist or a singer, you kind of have to be top notch to be like, I'm better than your singer. So let me come audition for your band. But I think those two are great things. I think if you go out just to the, the live music scene in Salt Lake, Ogden, Ogden is actually great. Like people will go out just to see music up there. I feel like Salt Lake kind of has a lot more stuff to do. So 
The crowds I find in Ogden in general for any kind of entertainment, it, they're so great. Yeah. They, they, I don't know if they're, yeah. Well, you know, maybe I've, people are bored. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think so. I've actually heard that about uh, comedy as well. Yeah. The comedy, like, the comedy scene right up there. Yeah. Well, and, and just in Utah, like comedians love coming through here because they're like, you guys appreciate and you're like you come out in droves and just love the comedy. Like wise yeah. guys, Keith Stubbs, he's built something that's amazing. Like we get just top tier comedians right here, right here. Yeah, in we do. yeah. Like every, like every month, like almost every weekend, it's just like, Oh, we got Burt Kreischer. Oh, we got Tom Segura. Oh, Mark Nick's, Maron. Nick, Mar- Mark Margaret Maron. Like, yeah, Margaret Cho. <laughs> Nick Swartzen's here at the end of the month. Yeah. Like it's awesome. I've actually listened to uh, comedians on podcasts talking about how much they love coming to Salt Lake City. Yeah. A lot of them. Pretty cool. Who was it? I think it was even like Dave Chappelle or something I was listening to, or somebody was saying how they Joe Rogan definitely has said it. They drop wise guys, you know, how they like to just come Mm -hmm. through there. And Pete Pete Holmes. Pete Holmes has talked about Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. TJ Miller's here almost every six months. Yeah. (laughs) It's It's because we're awesome. It's it's a nice stage. It's a nice stage. You can fit a lot of people in there and Mm -hmm. they're not a bunch of idiots probably compared to some of the other. (laughs) Only a couple of idiots. (laughs) But they, they silence those idiots pretty quick. (laughs) You know, one question I was going to ask you though, Clark is, do you play any other instruments or just bass? In every band that I'm in, I play bass bass. and do vocals. Do you want to play other instruments or do you try to play other instruments? Yeah, I play guitar relatively well i can drum relatively well i was actually going to be in a band as the drummer but it fell apart pretty quickly just because because you were going to be the drummer uh i think that was part of it but like pretty much the singer wanted to play keyboard and then the guitarist wanted to play bass like everybody was trying to do their own like switch up everyone wanted to experiment yeah Yeah, and so that'll make it so we did that for about six months and it never went anywhere we performed once and it was like oh okay we did that (laughs) Mark why, that off on the resume. Why do you think some bands? Well, actually, I think we were talking about this in like in Full Hogan uh, when we had those oh, guys those in guys here, are awesome. and they were talking yeah. about the way they manage money. And I was like, well, that's kind of cool. Keeps the band uh, intact. But it seems mm-hmm. like a lot of bands they can either make or break. Like, I don't know. I mean, what's what's in your <laughs> opinion? What makes a successful band? Or, or uh, I mean, I guess that's kind of a weird. No, it's not. Question. I mean, what what keeps you together? Because it's really hard for bands yeah, to actually stay yeah, together like and keep hard. going. Because you were mentioning that it really, yeah. yeah, you're you're exactly right. It's really hard to keep a band together, especially if the band is doing it to make a living. Mm-hmm. Like we just don't have the market here to do that. Can we're, you make money? Yeah, you can playing, make money playing music here. You can make money, but. To make it as a band, you've got to be on the road and you've got to be selling merch. Yeah. Like if you wanted to make it as a band and just stay in Salt Lake, you're not going to do that. Like I've, I love being, being on stage. I love performing. I love music. Like for me, for me, like, like I said, I've been in real estate since 2003. I look at myself as a musician that sells houses. <laughs> like I could those it. are, those are my priorities. One definitely supplements the other. <laughs> like the real estate is, is where the money's coming from. But why can't a band, why couldn't you make money here though? What, I, what is holding? Is it, is it, we're not big enough. Is it not? It, it, we're not big enough. We don't have that, that demand yeah. for live music. Like, I, I mean, if you've seen folk Hogan perform live, those guys are amazing. Yeah. And they play, you know, two or three shows a month. 
but I'm pretty sure all of those guys have big kid jobs. Oh, they do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and the thing is, I think it's like anywhere regionally, you know, you can mm-hmm. only play so many times to the same people. Exactly. And the same people can only buy so much merchandise of yours. And so the, the trick when you're doing uh, music or comedy or any kind of entertainment is that you have to constantly be reaching new audiences. Exactly. So it makes it tough. And like going, you know, going Vegas is a little tricky to get into, but like Idaho, Montana, Colorado, like you show up and play a show there and you're a new band, people will come out and see you. They're like, oh, sweet. I've never heard <laughs> of these guys. They have to stop milking the cows and run outside. <laughs> exactly. Do you, make it, do you make it out of state a whole lot? With with Corey Mon, you have well we Florida, Florida, I guess. Yeah, guess Florida. And, and Florida. That's that's a big jump. It's like yeah, you know. <laughs> dry. Oh yeah, we did like a we did a tour with this guy named Sean Hayes, who's from North Carolina, now currently lives in uh, the Bay Area, California, and he is fantastic. So so yeah, we we toured with him just sort of regionally, and that was a blast. Like what was it? Six dudes in a van. It's always a good time. Smelled like a gym. Oh, it was. You know, fortunately, everybody was pretty hygienic. Like we all stayed. We were. We weren't like you had baby wipes and stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's like here. I'm gonna wipe you down. There you go. (laughs) Now you look beautiful and smell like wet ones. Hey, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Libsyn. Remember, whenever you support one of our show sponsors, you are directly supporting this podcast. Hey, I know there's a lot of you listening right now. You are looking to start a podcast. Maybe you're in those beginning stages. You're like, what's the next step? Maybe you have a coworker that's always talking to you about starting that podcast. Well, I want to tell you about Libsyn, okay? Because if you are someone you know, if you're in the process of starting a podcast and you're looking for the best podcast audio host out there, you're going to want to check out Libsyn.com. That is spelled L-I-B-S-Y-N, Libsyn.com. We've been actually using Libsyn to host this podcast, this very podcast that you're listening to for the past seven years, and I am just truly happy with all their service. They are top-notch stuff over there at Libsyn. They make it super easy to set up. They make it super easy to get your podcast routed to all the podcast players out there like Spotify, Pandora, Apple Podcasts. I am Salt Lake Podcast listeners. Pay attention. We created a special promo code just for you. If you use the promo code Salt Lake, just like the city you live in, S-A-L-T-L-A-K-E, all one word, you're going to get the rest of this month and all of next month free at Libsyn.com. Again, the promo code is Salt Lake. You'll be supporting this podcast and you'll get yourself a month of free podcast hosting at Libsyn.com. It is a win-win. You are supporting the podcast and you are finally getting your own podcast going. All right. Many thanks to Libsyn for their support of this podcast. Let's jump back into that conversation with Clark Cannon as we talked music and music here in Salt Lake City. Thank you so much for listening. Let's get back into that show. You were mentioning how you play a little bit of drums and and guitar. If you could learn like another instrument, do you have like one that you would like to learn? You know, not, not really. Not really. I wish I could get better at the bass if I had a, an option. If I could just be be better without having to like put in the hours of practice, like that's what I'd want to do. But it doesn't work that way, you know. Yeah, it's that would be like, nice. Yeah, it's like you I don't want to play the tin whistle. Um, the penny whistle, even <laughs> the penny whistle. Oh boy, I hear there's big money in I've it. I've got a slide whistle that. 
Right. That probably actually has more use. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I could go on the radio and be the the, the sound, sound effect, effect man. <laughs> <laughs> they can hit a buzzer that shocks you, uh-huh. and then you have to play the penny whistle or the slide whistle. Uh, is that the same instrument, penny whistle, slide whistle? I know well, you're from Wisconsin, you know, so I don't pen, know. Penny whistle is like a recorder. Oh, okay. All but right. it's metal. I don't really know. I played it once. Well, it's maybe, a thing. Maybe I need to research this. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've bought a lot of instruments that you just I've, sit there and collect dust. I've wanted to play like like what though? I mean, tell like, me. I, I bought on. a ukulele. Okay, okay, and it was super easy to learn basic songs. On. Sure, sure. But it just didn't catch. It just wasn't fun to play. You like, didn't feel it. Like I'm six three. 275 and me playing a ukulele looks, it just looks funny it looks cartoonish like if i <laughs> if i were to go if i were to go to a coffee shop and just like singing somewhere over the rainbow like people would be like people this would- is the best comedy show i've ever seen <laughs> yeah people would come <laughs> yeah exactly sure. maybe i should do that i'll get my perm i'll get my perm back it'll be fantastic so you were you were mentioning how the, the ukulele wasn't fun to play I'm, I'm sure. Well, I'm, yeah. the, the question was: Is I'm sure there's other times like your bass guitar isn't fun to play, though, right? I mean, I'm sure yeah. you run into those moments. I mean, what do you, what do you do when that happens? Well, I mean, because you got to keep playing. Yeah. Well, I play soccer, and I've broken three fingers on my left hand, which is my fretting hand, yeah. at different points, and so then it's definitely not fun to play because you're down to two fingers or using your three off fingers a little bit. So that was that's been a little bit tricky. But playing the bass is actually I can't think of a time when I was like, oh, I don't want to play this show. I'm sure there's got to be one. Like, I just, I'm such a glory hound. Like, I just love being on stage. If I'm up there playing the music that I love, that is that rock, that intense, or if I'm like, well, yeah, I'll I'll play bass in this <laughs> trio of, like, Irish folk singers, because I did that for about a year and a half. It sounds like he didn't like that. That one, that one wasn't as fun, but the chance to perform, I loved that. Like being up on stage, they, like they were all beautiful singers. The style of music wasn't really my my style. What what <laughs> is it that you like about being on stage? The rush, the the um, all eyes on you. I guess <laughs> you know. I think that's that's part of it. But I love one of my favorite things is like looking at somebody in the crowd. Yeah. And making them smile. I don't know if it's childish or, but like just being able to do that because, you know, people are there. Sometimes they know the songs that we're playing. And if they're singing along and I'm singing along with them and making eye contact, when was the last time you were like close enough at a concert to like make eye contact with Sting or with with anybody? Like it just doesn't happen. Like, but sharing that joy of like, you're both singing the same lyrics to the same song and, you know, having that connection that way, that's just a cool experience. And it's even cooler when they're singing the lyrics to like a song that you've written where you're just like, Oh, jeez, Like talk about an ego boost. I know. You're, you're like, like hey. well, I guess you have <laughs> Spotify or something. You can listen to our stuff. Like it's, it's really it's it's really cool. It's really humbling. Like it's, I I, I yeah. love that. You mentioned you had a brother. Is right. Yeah. Does he play music? Do you come from a music? Because I I don't think I asked that in the beginning. Like if you came from a musical family. Um. Like if- 
No, my brother doesn't play music. He plays video games and okay. is really good at those. Um, like like the wizard good? Fred Savage <laughs> Like good? Fred Savage style <laughs> yeah. from the wizard. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't that movie great? Chrissy's never seen it. I have never I, seen it. Shame on me. I remember seeing that as a kid. I don't know if it would hold up. I wonder if it would be like... What? Not like, what do you mean hold up? It's got to well, hold up. It's like, got to. I saw Goonies as an adult, and I was like, wait, wait, watch, this was watch so it, cool. Watch it. Watch it. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> and I was like, no. You're going to start a brawl in no, here, man. No, it's not, it's also, okay. <laughs> What's you know? wrong with the Goonies? <laughs> it was The beginning no, was great. No, I, I got you. I know, yeah, you I know, know exactly you know, what you it mean. It just gets a little hokey. Yeah, like, you're just okay. like, wait a minute. I thought this was the old. So he plays video games, so it's just the one brother. My brother, yeah, I just have one brother. He plays video games and loves them. Does he come out and see you play or is he? He lives in Boise. Oh, Boise. So, okay. but he was, he was actually the singer in one and a half of my bands. Um, one and a half. Like he wasn't a full phone. Yeah. Kind, so right? Every once in a while we would Skype him in because <laughs> that's how old it was. Um, but then I have two sisters that have both been piano players. Okay. My parents tried to get me to play piano and I was like, no, piano's lame. I want the bass. And now I kick myself. So Play some keyboard. If man. there are any youngsters out there, like, yeah, just, you know, just. I feel like we all pick up the piano. feel that way. Yeah. All of our parents tried to make us learn the piano and mm-hmm. we thought it was so lame. Yeah. And now we're like, damn it, I wish I, I could play the piano. My mom forced music lessons on me and I never enjoyed it. <laughs> Not a single bit of it. Uh-huh. Like, I just, I wish I had the same passion for music as somebody like yourself. Yeah. Well, I'm so stubborn and obdurate. Like, there was no way my parents were getting me to do, like, anything that I didn't want to do. So when I showed interest in playing the bass, they were like, let's do it. Here you go. <laughs> so, and they just, they supported they, you. They got it, got me a bass, and, and it's all been downhill since mm-hmm. then. And totally random. I have the same problem with Spanish. My mom tried to force me to learn Spanish and I was like, no, I'm going to learn French and just because you want me to learn Spanish. And now I'm kicking myself because French is useless. Uh, it doesn't, doesn't really go very far. It doesn't help to be a stubborn child. No, it doesn't. No. No matter what. If you could go on a tour with any band, they called you up. I mean, I'm talking any band. They called you up today. Oh. What band would it be? Would I be... Playing with that band, you'd be playing you'd tour with that band. Play bass, you'd play. I'd bass. be playing bass like forever. Are you locked band? in, and that's the only band well, you can no, play with? Like on tour, oh like a, like a tour, okay, like I'm a just, like I'm a just summer tour. But you know, well, we could take this question a couple ways. Okay, like well, if let's... I could if I could go with Fat Candace on tour with and, and open uh, for a band, that would be Primus, hands down. Okay, I could not play Primus in Primus because Les Claypool, the bass player for Primus, yeah, yeah. kind of is is Primus. Could you imagine jamming with him though? Oh, that would be so much fun! Like, would you be intimidated? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> well, I didn't I mean, know. I mean, you seem I, like the type that would just get in there and just do it, and you wouldn't oh, even seem nervous. Oh, I totally would. I I would totally be super nervous about playing in front of. I don't know if you guys have experienced this as a musician. When you're playing, you can pick out in the audience all the other musicians because they're sitting there. And they're only looking at your hands. No kidding. They aren't looking at anything else. They are just watching how you're playing. They're and judging what you're your playing. technique. They're they're either judging or studying or they're they're trying to figure out how is he playing that while he's swinging the bass over his head. Like it's it's a unique experience. And being on stage, it can get a little intimidating because I I mean I've performed in front of guitarists that would you know just blow my socks off. Like (laughs) they're just so much better than I am at what I do. I've been starstruck two or three times in my life. And I think if I was playing with Les Claypool, that would be one of them. I'd probably stumble over 
my words a little bit. Like here I am stumbling over my words. <laughs> just thinking, <laughs> just about thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's a band called Saves the Day. Oh yeah, great band. Oh, I love them. Through Being Cool, man. One of the best albums ever written. <laughs> it is. I yeah. shared that with my girlfriend, Sarah, yeah. a couple weeks ago. And I was just like, this album, so formative in my entire life. Like that and Can't Slow Down and yeah, Stay yeah. What uh-huh. You Are. Like those three really were just... What was that acoustic album of theirs? The, that uh, was the first album, yeah. I think. What was that? Was uh, that Can't... No, it was wait. called Bug Sessions. Okay, okay. Where, where it was live and acoustic. Is that the one? I, I, it was like the first thing I think they made, like an EP oh, yeah. or something. No, that was called- Wasn't um, that an acoustic, I think? It's been a while since. Yeah, th- that that was acoustic. I can't remember the name of it, but it has a, a monarch butterfly on Have the Have you cover. ever got to see him play? Yeah, I've seen okay, him several okay, times. Okay, okay, okay. I was going to say, I, mean, I, yeah. I, I've been listening to them forever. You guys <laughs> so need to nerd out, man. So good. Chris so is good. introducing so me to good. like Primus. Anyway. I had never heard of them before Chris, and what? he's made me watch their, not made me, he has shown me the music videos, <laughs> and we've we've been watching the bass player that you're talking like, oh. yeah, well, about. And he's yeah. very good. Yeah. I'm not a musician. So saves the day. Why You brought it, you were going to tour with him. You want to tour with him. If, if, if I, you could if I could fill in as the bass player on that tour, I'd wouldn't need to practice. I grew up playing those bass lines. Like I could just jump right in and do that. And that would, I think that would be a blast. So you, you grew up listening to a lot of that kind of saves a day and yeah. type like indie rock emo stuff. Yeah. Okay. The indie yeah, yeah, yeah. emo, like Thursday, yeah, hey Mercedes. Sure, I don't sure, know if sure, you've ever sure. heard of Hey Mercedes, but I know they're not everybody's cup of tea but probably one of my favorite bands. Man, you yeah. probably went to a lot of the same like deviate shows back in the day. <laughs> like, did you in go the to basement? Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. <laughs> or upstairs. Yeah. Before yeah. we could get up to the top where they serve the alcohol. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I actually saw saves the day at deviate before, obviously before it burned down uh-huh. and all that back in the day. So. Oh yeah. I saw them there and I saw them at bricks yeah. when it was called. I bricks saw that. Before I was at that show venue. too. Yeah. I know. I, I was like, I wonder if I would have recognized no. you, but well, we've, we've both got beards now. Yeah. Like, beards got a, <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever, okay, actually, that is interesting. This is a complete sidetrack, a, a beard to a bearded guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> do you ever, do you ever like look at other guys with beard? Like you just said, how you try to, you know, do I, would I recognize him? Because especially on Facebook, right? People mm-hmm. will add me and I'm like, did I know them like, <laughs> like 20 years ago? Yeah. Right. Like, uh-huh. I don't know. I don't even know what I'm, I'm just mumbling nonsense no. because it is, it's hard to know. Like maybe what do, what if we were best buddies? Yeah, exactly. Like we wouldn't even know. Back in the day, you went to we, all the shows we went together. To back, we, exactly. We were the guys. Like we held just hands. Way we up did at all the that. front, just getting squished. <laughs> like, yeah. Like I feel like. <laughs> like if we shaved our beards off, he'd be like, whoa, I knew whoa, you. I remember you. <laughs> no, anyway. You were the guy that was crowd surfing over the top of me. <laughs> this is bad audio, I guess. I don't know. This no. is not bad audio. No. no. On the same tangent, I think beards, it takes a while to grow out a beard, yeah. especially to the length that we have it. Yeah. So I feel like every time I see somebody with a beard about this length, yeah. I'm always like, eh, good for you, man. Respect. Yeah. Good re- respect. respect. Yeah. Like it takes commitment. <laughs> well, I mean, it ends relationships having a beard, like it Do changes w- career paths. Women whatever. should be all about guys with beards because they commit. Exactly. They commit, Accurate. right? I mean, you you make a decision and you stick with yeah, it. Yeah, I am committed to this. I am not shaving. <laughs> Do you remember the last time you shaved? Uh, yeah, it was March of 2012. Okay. Wow, 2012. See, I couldn't even give you a mm-hmm. date. I I think I remember the last... I don't know the date, but I think mm-hmm. I remember the last time I shaved, like where I was, but... Mm-hmm. I still have nightmares that, that you shave and I'm like, ah, <laughs> what happened? <laughs> the reason I remember the date is I shaved and then the girl I was dating broke up with me 
And then I grew the beard back and then we started dating again. Wow. <laughs> if you scroll back on Facebook, you can actually see a clean shaven chubby face. All right. Like, I'll, I'll start. Tonight. Yeah, exactly. You can, you can find it on there. So when, <laughs> when you're not making music, Clark, what uh-huh. are some of your other hobbies and interests? What are some other things you like doing with your time? Oh, I really like eating and sleeping. I'm kind of a giant cat. Like, <laughs> like if I could just lay on the couch and just have somebody change Netflix from awesome show to awesome show for me, that would be, that'd be heaven for me. What's the, what's the <laughs> weirdest thing you've watched on Netflix all the way through? Weirdest thing. Like, oh, there, gosh, you know, you can get down some rabbit yeah, holes. You can on really go down there. But, uh, there was one called, what was it? Love, hate, death. I already want to watch this. It, it was a series of like animated and then some of them were live action shorts. Okay. And they're in between about five minutes to 15 minutes. And some of them are awesome. One of them has Topher Grace and Mary Elizabeth Winstead in it. Yeah. And they kind of have like a, a similar theme to Simpsons Treehouse of Horror. I don't want to ruin it for anybody. But but then some of the other ones are just so far out there, sci-fi style. That's the most recent one that I <laughs> series that I watched where I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to. I'm going to go watch sports now. Like <laughs> I need a palate cleanser for me. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, I need something a little more, you know, just dudes running into each other, throwing a ball around or whatever. <laughs> like, that's another thing. I'm a huge jock. Like I love sports. Like, well, okay. Well else. on that, on that tip then. So one question I ask a lot of people that come through here just to try to get to know them a little mm-hmm. bit better is most memorable concert or sporting event. So, I mean, You've probably been to a memorable both. Oh, yeah. Um, the, the first big kid concert I went to uh, was Primus. And was that your most memorable, though? That definitely was. Where like, was that at? That was at Salt Air. Yeah, okay. And it was the Tale from the Punch Bowl tour in 1994. Did you like go to the one when is at the Fair Park? Do yes. you remember that one? Well, they were at the Fair Park, and then they did the big ass show with X96 at the Fair Park a couple of years. Well, there was one of them that I went to, mm-hmm. uh, and it was sold out and like 50 of us just rushed in, like <laughs> totally like one poor little person watching the door. Like all of a sudden everyone was like, we're going in. And I'm, I mean, I had no idea. I can't remember how I had to be like 18, 19 at the time. Yeah, I mean, like I did at the ludicrous show when it yeah. was at oh, twilight. I remember seeing <laughs> videos of that. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know? Uh, uh, fortunately, I had a normal haircut at the time, so we couldn't find. We can't it. get, couldn't, we can't get in trouble for that now, can we? We're talking uh, about statute of limitations. Yeah, statute of limitations is up. I think, I think, I think yeah. we're fine on that. So, so, anyways, you were telling me about your most memorable. But yeah, thing. that that Primus show was amazing. There was a three three eleven and Deftones. Okay, like back when they were, they were just like all, all in their twenties, and that was out at uh, Salt Hair as well. And that was an amazing show. I I remember that was like my first real mosh pit. And it went like, because they have the balcony out there at Saltair. And the mosh pit was just this sort of like bean-shaped emptiness with people running as fast as they could across. <laughs> there was this little group of people in the middle, but they were getting run into from the sides. And it was unreal. Just it was from Deftones Adrenaline album, and that's that's one of my favorite albums. I'd love to tour with Deftones if oh, I keep jumping back to that theme. I'll tour with them, and I don't even oh play music. You know, I'll just go. <laughs> <That'd be> amazing. <laughs> but yeah, Deftones, 
and 311 was an amazing concert. That's probably one of my other most memorable ones. Okay. And then like there's there've been so many like little dink and dunk type shows like Saves the Day, Hey Mercedes and Dashboard Confessional all played at Bricks and that was in 2001 before any of them had done anything. Well, you mentioned Hey Mercedes. Were you ever into Braid? Yeah. The original mm-hmm. there before they went off to Hey Mercedes. Yeah. yeah okay. okay. Yeah. The, that was Hey Mercedes. I think Hey Mercedes was Braid, but with a different was that, guitarist. I, I knew that they were, I mean, and <laughs> like, I probably knew all that again back in the day. Braid, mm-hmm. they're from Chicago, Chris. Yeah, come that, on. You, oh, you, yeah. You that means far. I know them, right? They're from Urbana. Yeah. Well, no, no, you're from. <laughs> I, I knew the Midwest. Midwest. I mean, the general the area of humanity. You know the get up kids? They're from <laughs> Kansas. That's yeah, like right by Wisconsin. I know, right? It's basically did the you same go, thing. Did you go to see the get up kids when they played Urban? Uh, well, I guess they've been back a few times because they played. I haven't seen them for years. Yeah, they, they but I would have loved like it was a couple years ago mm-hmm. they played and, uh, well, maybe not even, maybe it was only even a year ago. I can't remember. Oh like, man. They, I anyway. wish I would have known about that. You guys are well, huge music nerds. No, I'm trying to remember. It's, just, it's funny because they're a bunch of old dudes, man. Right. I was it's just good. like, I love it. What? This is crazy. Anyway. Uh-huh. Oh, another great concert to go see. And I, I will recommend this to everybody of every age group. Yeah. Weird Al Yankovic. Okay. Oh yes. Right. Agreed. That's the one I can jump in on. Yeah. Like I, love I, him. I saw him at the fair park during the state fair. Did he do all his costumes and stuff? Oh, it's, it is such an unbelievable performance. Like he's been at it and it is so entertaining and so fun. Like even if you don't like his music, you would just sit there with a grin from ear to ear the entire time you were I saw him out in Pennsylvania, and, oh. I'll, and I'll vouch for that. I'll, yeah. He was great, great show. Yeah, I've seen him three or four times, and I always go with my mom. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> my mom That's is a huge awesome. Weird Al fan, and she was on the Get Weird Al to do the Super Bowl halftime show like bandwagon way before anybody else said that she was like, I, that would be the most amazing halftime show. And then she saw Lady Gaga and she was like, she's no weird Al. I love it. (laughs) Let's uh, let's switch it to Salt Lake city. we got a couple Salt Lake city questions that we ask people that come through here. Uh, We've got to talk a little bit about Salt Lake, right? What's the Clark tour? Like, let's say you got a buddy friend or something. They're coming to, they're coming to Salt Lake city for the weekend. (laughs) <laughs> what would, what would you do? What would you, uh, Oh my gosh, this could go so many different ways. I would totally take them to the great salt Lake and have them go swimming in the great salt Lake. Can you swim in the great salt Lake still? Oh yeah, you can. Yeah. So a is few, it super gross? It is. Okay. It's a lake. Still yeah. an like experience, anytime right? you go, anytime you go to a lake. So here, here's the story. My friends and I, we were like, you know, we want to do all of these things. Like we've grown up in Salt Lake. We want to go to Bryce Canyon and Zions Canyon and swim in the Great Salt Lake and go geode hunting out in the West Desert. Because they've never done these. Because we've never done that. We've lived here forever. And so I like this huge group of friends. There were probably 25 of us. Like we all loaded up. All went out to the Great Salt Lake. You just load in right at Saltaire and you walk out to the lake. The Great Salt Lake is only 30 feet deep at its deepest point. So it is just super shallow. So you have to hike probably a mile out into the lake. Just to get to your knees. Yeah. (laughs) Like you're about belt high, (laughs) maybe chest high. And at that point, you can just like lean back and you'll float. I mean, you can go out till about knee high and you just lay down in the water and you'll float. But. So you don't think you could sink to the bottom? No, you wouldn't sink. Really? 
you can't you can't sink like you would have to like force yourself to swim down you have to the, tie some concrete to yourself and <laughs> exactly. for the best but even then it's really shallow until you're way out in the middle of the lake but like the southern half of the great salt lake is only like 22 percent salt the northern half's like 38 percent we just did the south part of the lake like if we were up in in the northern part of the lake like i wouldn't want to get in that water like it was so salty anything that splashed in your mouth or if you touched your eyes it was <laughs> just burn agonizing you're just like ah like the ocean's like three percent salt yeah and we all know how salty it is when you dive headfirst in there like 22 percent oh, that's disgusting ridiculous. exactly but i'm the kind of friend who would be like yeah we have to do that we're gonna do great yeah, salt yeah, yeah. lake let me ruin your vacation <laughs> Oh, look at all these dead birds in the lake. Oh, <laughs> they're all to, floating. Welcome to Utah. <laughs> well, welcome to Salt Lake City. Uh, but like for real, I would probably take him to something cool like Bryce Canyon. Yeah. Or, geez, a University of Utah football game is a fantastic experience. And it's not a lot of energy. A lot yeah, of energy up there. A lot of energy. It's not very expensive. Uh, even just going up up the canyons, so like big cottonwood, little cottonwood, like it's gorgeous. And depending on where they're from, like you just don't have mountains like that. Like even, even people from Denver, like, <laughs> yeah, they come out Whoa. They're like, look at these. These are like, you're like yeah. right here on the mountains and on both sides of the Valley. Like it's, I don't know. I guess I'm fanboying over the city that I live in, but yeah, oh, man, not got, a terrible like thing. That. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, you'd have to take them to temple square and then to Gilgal gardens just to show that. Yeah. The diversity. The weirdness. The uh-huh. And then take him to a dive bar, right? Got oh, it. yeah. What's your, do you have a favorite dive bar? Um, bar named Sue on Highland is pretty awesome. It's in the basement. Yeah. And great food. They have great a, karaoke. Great karaoke. <laughs> and then right across the street's got that arcade place, too. Yeah, the, exactly. The, the, what was the name of that place? I forgot the name. I can't It doesn't matter. It's in the basement of Cruisers. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> Cruisers is the only bar in Holiday City. I've done plenty of nights of karaoke at Cruisers back in the day. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about uh, what about? Do you have any favorite local eating spots? Right, one or two places that you like to go eat at. Oh, like I said, I love food. eating. You love food, right? <laughs> so for breakfast, uh, you got to go to Over the Counter in Mill Creek. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's twenty third east, thirty third south, and. They just recently started taking credit cards. <laughs> it was a cash run business for years. Um, but like Coachman's or yeah, like exactly like Coachman's. It's like, what's going on over here? <laughs> Some kind of front. I watched all of Breaking Bad, so I know something's going on here. <laughs> but uh, yeah, over the counter and Sharon's Cafe. Like, like I said, I'm in holiday, so those two are both like right in holiday. Those are great breakfast places. Then. The Porcupine okay, is good. a fantastic place. Get the nachos if you're going to go plate. there. Wow. It's so good. Like anytime my buddy Steve comes into town, that's the only place he wants to go is for the nachos. It's the Porcupine. So that's a great one. I actually wrote down another notes here. I love it. I love uh, it. Oh, the break. That's where you said you ate tonight. Yeah, we went there tonight. There, There's one out in Harriman and then there's one out here by the, the Maverick Center. Okay. And it is Oh, it's so good. They they specialize in macaroni and cheese, and then they put awesome stuff on the macaroni and cheese. Like they have a, like a buffalo chicken one, so you get macaroni and cheese with buffalo chicken and like blue cheese, and it is so good. They have one with brisket, 
the burn ends oh of the brisket. Oh my gosh, that sounds so exactly. Good. Let's go after this. Like, yeah, I'm in. <laughs> our I'm server in. will Let's remember us. <laughs> <laughs> that place is great. And then uh, for late night eating, you got to go to Freaky D's yeah. on 21st South and 7th East. Got to do it. Does that come up frequently on? You this know what? Podcast? I don't know if anybody has ever brought up. <laughs> no maybe, one ever maybe has that one I know other of. person. Uh-huh. Maybe one other person. Not since I've been D's. here. I I grew up going to that D's. And yeah, man. Like, <laughs> it's changed. They they got new vinyl. So it's, it's a little bit classier now, but it's still the same blue coffee cups that they've had, <laughs> I don't know, a thousand years. How long has that D's been there? <laughs> we like, went to Freaky D's all yeah. together. Yeah. We've, we've been yeah. there a couple of times. Yeah. We have been there. Yeah. That's <laughs> we've ruined people's evenings. Exactly. there. It's great. <laughs> Wasn't that the, didn't somebody say to watch your mouth or something? They had like kids at like two in the morning. It was New Year's Eve at two in the morning. Yeah, that's right. So backstory, Sarah Clark's girlfriend is my uh, secret lover and I love her. And we all met up together for New Year's Eve. And then we went to D's after like a fun night. And uh, it was like two in the morning. We were having a good time. But yeah, somebody had their kids there super late Yeah, and kept telling us to watch our mouths. And I don't think and we we're did. Like, uh, <laughs> it's two in the morning and we're drunk. We were like, two yeah, in the no. <laughs> like, what are, what's going on? W- would you change anything about Salt Lake City if you could? You you sent me an email. Yeah. Somebody's, and the only thing that I would change is the east to west traffic that we have. Is that ridiculous? There is no way to get from Draper to Harriman without. It just takes forever. Like they finally figured out they like made Bangor good. They're making Highway 89 good up in Davis County and Weber County. They're finally figuring out Utah County. They're like, oh, we're going to make this a freeway instead of just like a two lane. (laughs) It's been ridiculous. But other than that, maybe. I like that answer, though. I don't think anyone's ever really said that. (laughs) The east to west traffic. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's so frustrating. Because, you know, driving around, selling houses, it's like, oh, sweet. Uh, I could be there. But that no. makes sense. You probably have a lot of experience trying to get around. Yeah. I didn't think about that. Well, that's that. the thing. Like I was telling yeah. Chrissy when we were out house hunting, I was like, you know, really any city is okay. It just depends on where in that city. Right. Yeah, right. Sure. Like you can go to Draper and it could be all right because it's right by I-15. Then you can go to Draper. That's way up the hill or something, you know? Yeah. yeah it's up like on it the just, mountaintop. It just it depends. You know, same Crest. thing with West Valley. Same thing with, Crest. you know, any of it, you know? So, <laughs> so it's, far away. Suncrest <laughs> is a nightmare. They, it is. Because you go through breaks every two months on your car. and just like, oh my gosh. That's accurate. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, lost don't move to Suncrest is all no, I'm don't saying. Move to, don't. I mean, you can if you want. Just get a helicopter it's that takes you worst. up there and then drops you off at the bottom of the hill. <laughs> Let's get this show wrapped up before Let's those kids it. get up here. I've had a heck of a time chatting with you, Clark. Thank you. Me R- too. Run down. Okay. So was there anything that we didn't mention on the podcast that you were hoping that we'd bring up? Let's even give links to some of these bands that you're in so people can go listen to them, oh. check them out, maybe even come to some of your shows. Yeah. The only, well, there are a couple of things. I'd like to thank my future sponsor, Hormel Chili. Okay. I've been working on getting a sponsorship with them just because I want to get like a patch to put on like all of my guitar straps that says Hormel Chili and the logo, like you recognize it from everywhere. It's like, is that guy sponsored by Hormel Chili? Like, I think that would be Are you great. really working on this or is this a pure joke? It's a little bit of both. I, I it's, know. It's, it's, I know. A, it's a little bit of both. No, like I, I, actually, I know it is. I've I'm actually just... looked at like actually making my own Hormel Chili patches. But they're they're expensive. You got to buy ten, and it's like, oh man. And then it's like a hundred bucks to yeah, have ten patches. Exactly. 
It's yeah. like, I bet I could sell those though. My friends would probably buy them. <laughs> Just to be able to say you're sponsored by Hormel True. Chili. I don't know. Is this going to get back not, to Hormel? Am I going to get I don't sued? know. Maybe it will. Maybe that's so. a good thing. People, maybe they'll be like, some of the weirdest people listen to this podcast. I'm like, what? You listen to it? <laughs> Hopefully the CEO of Hormel. He reaches just, out to you. He's just sitting with his AirPods in, just like, oh, he wants to be sponsored? Let's take a look at this guy. <laughs> well, I guess he does sort of have like a social following. Like, like <laughs> you could talk Hormel yeah. out like, <laughs> shout out to Hormel Chili. You just have Try cans of chili. chili you just throw just, out at the people. <laughs> just from the stage, pitching cans of chili. It's like, it coming! <laughs> Heads up! <laughs> oh, that would be my favorite lawsuit. <laughs> Yeah, how did you uh, how did you get brain trauma? Oh, well, I got man. in the head with a can of Hormel chili at a Fat Candace concert. <laughs> oh, oh, oh man, it's hot in here. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, that's what I want to do. Okay. Maybe I'll just start doing that. Maybe I'll try that. Maybe I'll try. If I could get sponsored, maybe Peeps would be a better sponsor. If I could get sponsored by Peeps, the. The little chip the marshmallow. marshmallow candies. Uh, but you have to throw them individually. If you the, throw the box, you can poke an eye out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just whoo. All right, I'll do peeps. Uh, peeps. Oh, man. Um, yeah. You so, have some other notes there. <laughs> so the, my, my, that was my only sponsor. Oh, that I, sure. Like, I'd love to be a spo- sponsored by Adidas, but, you know, we'll see. So so the two you, so two bands that you're active in right now. Yeah. Name those bands again, again so, so people can uh, check Fat them out. Fat Candace. Um, we're playing actually at... You can find us on all of the social sites, MySpace, yeah, MySpace. ConnectU, uh, <laughs> Facebook. Connect you. What was that one? I can't remember. Connect you. That was that was the original Facebook. Okay, okay. That, was, that was what the Winkle. That was the Winklevoss yeah. Facebook. But yeah, Facebook. Wayne whatever. Hoskins and then and, and Fat Candace. Fat Candace. Yeah, right. and they're everywhere. There we're on Apple Music, Spotify. Rhapsody, whatever, cool. where, wherever you find Pandora. Your music. Pan- you forgot Pandora. Oh, we're on Pandora. We're on Napster. We're on Pirate Bay. <laughs> LimeWire. <laughs> BearShare. <laughs> Kazaa. We're on all of them. <laughs> I'm the only one seeding our tracks, but they're everywhere. <laughs> but yeah, Fat Candace, we're actually playing. Uh, uh, when does this drop? Is This, this is actually going to go up on uh, Sunday night. So Sunday night? Oh. go up right away. Well, you guys missed the most amazing show ever at Piper Down. Okay. Because <laughs> Fat Candace played there on, on Saturday night. Well, hopefully you already knew about it. Yeah, exactly. If you're listening. Um, and then, uh, oh, I've got my notes right here. Wayne Hoskins is actually playing October 12th at The Outlaw. Okay. Uh, opening for William Clark Green, big country guy up there. Uh, so that's October 12th. So check that out. Very cool. Oh, I have another band called Wicked Awesome. We just do like covers <laughs> from the 80s and 90s. And we're getting together for a reunion show on October 11th. So Okay. And where's, where's that going to be at? Um, there's this yet? old abandoned LDS church uh, in Rose Park. No kidding. Uh, yeah. Look up Wicked Awesome on Facebook. It'll have all the details on there. It's going to be, a, it's, it's going to be cool wicked show. awesome. It's going to be Are wicked guys gonna awesome. Like break in and, and do no, a show. We're actually, we're probably going to rent it and then we're probably right going to take donations at the door. Can I come? Yeah. Okay. Of course. Can we, can we go? That sounds awesome. Uh, yes, Dude, please. You can bring the kids even if you wanted. No kid. We'll have like a little corral. You can just put the kids in there. So Stick them in. Yeah. <laughs> just lock <laughs> them in Throw some there. candy bars in to keep <laughs> them busy. You'll be fine. Throw some popcorn <laughs> on the ground. There you go. You got enough food. That's all they need. <laughs> Throw your final question out, Chrissy. All right. My final question for you is, if you would leave our listeners with a piece of life advice or a motto that you live by, what would it be? 
there are actually two things that I always say when I'm leaving a group of my friends. <laughs> and it's from The Lion King where Mufasa says to Simba, remember who you are, which is also sort of a very Mormony culture thing. Like, remember who you are. Very. <laughs> Didn't your mom tell very us that E-F-Y. when we left? Very, very EFY. Did your mom tell oh, us Oh, I'm that sure my mom said that. Every That's... time we leave. <laughs> <laughs> and then I follow that up with a, another movie quote. And I always say, guard your carnal treasure. <laughs> so, yeah. Or treasures, just depending uh, on who I'm talking to. So those, those are two two great things. You've been awesome, Clark. Thank oh, you again so me. much. Thanks for coming on. Excited yeah, to, to finally get you on the podcast. Right? Yeah, yeah, thanks. This is, this is way cool. So many thanks again to Clark for joining us on this episode of the podcast. All the links mentioned on this episode can be found at our website at IamSaltLake.com slash 399. That's for episode 399. All the bands that Clark's in, we're going to put them right there with those show notes. So go check them out and go see Clark play and let him know that you heard him on this episode. Give him a high five for us. He is an entertaining bass player. You have to check him out. Support for I Am Salt Lake comes from KRCL 90.9. Amplifying community voices since 1979. This listener-supported music discovery station covers everything from reggae and punk rock to local grassroots activism. Listen today at 90.9 FM or online at krcl.org. And it is weekly recommendation time. It is that time of the podcast where Chrissy and myself, we just give a little bit of a recommendation. And a lot of times, it's not even Salt Lake City based or recommended. It's something else that we're doing, something else that happened, something else that we want to tell you about. And this weekly recommendation, I already know what Chrissy's weekly recommendation (laughs) is because I'm like, Chrissy, you got to talk about this because I want to share my weekly recommendation is for everybody to go listen to Joe Rogan's interview with Dan Aykroyd. Okay. Now I know everybody and their dog already listens to Joe Rogan. You probably already listened to this podcast, But I know there are probably those of you that have not listened, or maybe you're not a Joe Rogan fan. Maybe you typically don't listen to Joe. This is a really fascinating interview because they're actually talking about a lot more than I didn't even know Dan Aykroyd was part of. Like, Chrissy, what's your recommendation? Yeah, so I I got this from you. So it was originally a Chris recommendation to a Chrissy. But it is Crystal Head Vodka. It's actually Dan Aykroyd's company. Yeah, it's brilliant. It's so brilliant. He, I mean, I dug into this. I went to a wormhole of like Wikipedia and just researching his uh, his vodka company. And it, it's just fascinating how he came up with all of this. And they talk about it on the Joe Rogan episode. So we decided to go buy a bottle last night and it is so delicious. It, it's, it's good stuff. And, uh, you know, granted, it's made in Canada and all this and that. So I know it's not a Utah company, but... <laughs> Here's the thing. It's, it's a it's a badass looking bottle for yeah. starters. I mean, definitely collect it and put it on your shelf. It's a little more expensive of vodka, mm-hmm. but it's delicious. And I they use a, real Wisconsin glacier water. Which Chrissy's from Wisconsin. And I'm like, hey, yo. Hey, props to home, right? <laughs> no, it's it's a good vodka. So go, oh, go yeah. check it out. Again, uh, it's just a little segment we added in the podcast a few months ago where we like to recommend something. We want to share our lives with you guys. But uh, hey, that's going to do it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Hey, don't forget to support our show sponsors. This is really important to uh, support our show sponsors whenever possible because they help make this show possible. Like our friends at KRCL, our friends at Market Source Real Estate, and of course, Libsyn. We're going to have links for all of them at our website under the notes for this episode, which you can find at IamSaltLake.com. 
which you can also find the entire back catalog of episodes right there on the website as well. And you can always send us an email just to say hello. We love hearing from our listeners. So always feel free to send us an email at hello at IamSaltLake.com and tell us what you love about living in Salt Lake City. I want you to email us your favorite lunch places in Salt Lake City. Where do you like to go get lunch? Email it in. Hello at IamSaltLake.com. We might share it here on an episode. That's a great idea. Plus, I kind of want to know where I should go eat next time, you know? You have a great week. Make sure to get out and enjoy Salt Lake City. Support local whenever possible. And we'll see you next week on the next episode. And good night, Grammy. 